It's a balmy 50 degrees down here at the barn office, so if I shiver throughout the course of this episode, you hear my teeth chattering, that's what you're hearing, but it's better than listening to my kids and my chickens in the background like a previous episode I recently recorded, and today we're jumping into a topic that is so pertinent to every entrepreneur on the face of planet Earth, unless they're a sociopath, and that topic is imposter syndrome, but we're going to come at this from a different angle. Now, if you've already found success, sometimes you have this added pressure of feeling like you shouldn't feel like an imposter because you've already done the thing. So then your ego kicks in and it tries to protect you and it really leads you down a negative uh, self-sabotage and rabbit hole that isn't going to serve you in your growth where you're either trying to stay only in the areas of business where you're already successful so that you don't have to dip your toe into imposter syndrome or the uh, activities might lead to it, or you are trying to navigate through it, but it's really overwhelming because you're feeling like, man, can I do this? Is this possible? Am I going to be found out because you're breaking into a new level of success? So for the entrepreneurs and the leaders who are seeking and knowing that they are made for something beyond where they are today, but feeling that imposter syndrome creep up or feeling these blocks that they might not even be aware it's imposter syndrome, aka if you're ready for another level but you can't seem to break through to it, this is the episode for you. So we're going to talk about imposter syndrome, how it affects entrepreneurs, and most importantly, what are some strategic things you can do to overcome it? Like what tools can you pull from your belt that will actually serve you in breaking through to your next level? Actionable insights, uh, actionable support, and a kick in the pants because it's time. All right, let's dive in. Hey, you're listening to the Luminary Leadership Podcast and I'm your host, Liz. This is the space where we equip overwhelmed entrepreneurs to become the confident, visionary leader their business, team, family, legacy need to win. After working with countless entrepreneurs over the last decade plus, I've noticed this theme. No matter the level of success they achieved, and I've worked with some incredibly successful business owners, they get to this point where they're asking, now what? You know, what am I being called to next? What does next look like? How do I get there? If you're listening to this, you get it. You're craving more impact and you want to feel less frantic and in the weeds of your day-to-day roles and instead lead with that vision and that peace and that intention and that clarity. You want to wake up each morning with that clarity and vision and the time in the margin to do what you love in your business and in your life with your family. This show is where industry leaders come to grow into their next level of achievement and purpose and impact and legacy, success in business and true legacy at home. Get ready because we both know you don't just need another strategy. It is time for your breakthrough. What do I mean by imposter syndrome? Sometimes we hear this, especially if people who uh, have already found some level of success and we no longer identify what we're struggling with as imposter syndrome. We kind of think like, oh, we'll leave that for the newbies or the people that are just trying to break into something new. In fact, that is so false, it's not even funny because I have been working alongside successful entrepreneurs for years, right? Both as peers and people that I personally mentor, people who have found by all standard metrics, incredible success in their business. 
And I see more imposter syndrome in them than I do in the early stage entrepreneurs that I used to mentor or even thinking back to the earlier stage of my business. And I think part of that might come from the fact that when you're in an earlier stage, you're naive enough to think you can just do it. Like it's just going to happen and you dive in and you don't doubt everything because you just kind of are a novice and you expect to be a novice and you don't put this pressure on yourself to be at a certain level or a certain standard. But it's once you've already found some success or you've already had some wins and now it's time to break through to something more, to try something new where you feel like, oh, I have to preserve my reputation. I have to um, protect what I've already done and what I've already built. And if I am seen as a novice yet again, or if I'm seen as someone who doesn't just hit the nail on the head the first time, people will think that I'm not legit, or they will think that I'm a fraud, or all the things that I've done in the past that were successful will be potentially viewed as not real or not true because they're seeing me struggle now. And that's just such BS. It's like saying, oh, you know, I go see a doctor, and if that doctor ever gets sick, then that tells me they're an imposter because they're in the health space. So they should never struggle with anything health related, right? Like just because you found success in business doesn't mean you shouldn't struggle at times in business. In fact, to me, that struggle or that grind or that like friction that you might feel is often evidence of the contrary. It's evidence of the fact that you're on the brink of a breakthrough. And it's why some entrepreneurs build this kind of invisible ceiling for themselves that they can't get that breakthrough because their ego is so front-facing, is driving the vehicle to try and protect them from that, you know, being seen a certain way. So that imposter syndrome is that feeling of inadequacy or self-doubt that makes you question your accomplishments and your success despite having evidence to the contrary. And even the most successful entrepreneurs struggle with feeling like maybe they're a fraud, right? And it especially rears its ugly head when it's time to break into something new or when it's time to try to break into another level. So have you ever felt like, I don't know if I'm good enough for this. I don't know if I deserve this success. Or have I just been faking it? Like, How did I get here? You know, those negative thoughts and feelings that can have a pretty significant impact on your business and your mindset, which then impacts your business, which then impacts your mindset. Like it's a vicious cycle that we can get into. So the symptoms that might bubble up when you're facing something like imposter syndrome are it could show itself as an anxiety. Because like I said in the beginning, you might not even identify what you're navigating through as imposter syndrome. You might be like, oh, I just have anxiety because I have a high pressure role, right? Or self-doubt because, you know, you're trying to do something new. Or you have this uh, tendency, like when you're complimented, to downplay or dismiss your successes. So if any of these tend to pop up for you, you're not alone. Let's start with that. But secondarily, you have to be self-aware enough to realize that this can be something that you can break through, but not without great intention. So I think that's the other mistake people make is they're like, I'll just put my head down and work hard until I get another win. And that will downplay this feeling of imposter syndrome I'm having. No, because it'll show back up the next time there's something new for you to do. And I felt this a lot 
when I was, so, so for years, over 10 years now, I've mentored people in business. That's been my thing. I've been an advisor, consultant. Uh, I've come in and helped big and small companies with marketing and team stuff and leadership and business strategy. And a couple years back, I felt this call really strong in my heart. Like it's time to really fully go all in on leadership because that's what your people need. Like they think they need systems and strategies, but the reality is, is you can system and strategy yourself till you're blue in the face. But if you're not yet the leader you need to be to carry out that system or strategy, it's going to fall flat. Eventually, you're going to hit the same roadblocks over and over. So I know that true success and true wealth and true freedom is found through leadership. That's the bridge to get to where you want to go and really true impact, right? You have to be the leader that's capable of leading people into whatever vision or mission that you have on your heart. So when I had that come in, right? Like I had that thought, okay, it's time to go all in on leadership. Ultimately, all the voices started popping up. Well, people don't know you for that, or no one's going to pay you for leadership. Like they want business strategy, or you're not good enough for that. Or there are other people already doing that better than you, or there are people that have been doing that for 40 years and 10 times better than you. Why would they need your voice? And I had this imposter syndrome around it. And then I started thinking, oh my gosh, I'm breaking into this new space. We're going to launch this new podcast. We're going to have these new offers. And because they're new, they might not do as well in the beginning because you need time to build them up, to get them off the ground, to um, get proof of concept and all these things. And I was like, I don't want to be green again. I don't want to go through the suffering that comes with doing something new, especially as someone who's already found success. Because when you're brand new and you experience failures or you're brand new and you experience the mistakes or the struggles or the setbacks or whatever it is, it's kind of par for the course because you're like, oh, I'm brand new. But when you've had success or when you've had wins and then you try to break into something new or you try to do something that forces you to grow into your next level and you have setbacks and it doesn't go so well the first few times, you start to place that those losses on your past wins and start to negate your past wins. You start to say, oh my gosh, everything I've done in the past, it was all just luck. Like I just, I stumbled my way there because look, here's the evidence that I'm not good enough because I'm trying and it's not working. Why wouldn't it be, if I was truly successful, it would just be working. And we tell ourselves this nonsense story that everything we've done before really doesn't measure up to what we thought it measured up to because right now in real time we're experiencing these losses or these struggles or these setbacks or these failures or these mistakes and it's taking away from our previous wins and our ego jumps in and says protect 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 like keep us safe from this feeling of like we're not good enough or we never were good enough and so we either don't do the thing or we don't try to grow because it's safe here it's safe here in this success we're in right now instead of trying to break through to the next level of success. And it's often why a lot of entrepreneurs kind of stay in that comfort zone and that sweet spot and don't break through to the levels of success of those handful of people that we truly admire because those handful of people that we truly admire were willing to innovate. They were willing to take those risks. They were willing to allow themselves to get bruised and battered and not let it define them or define their past and to realize that that's how you grow. That's how you grow. So I think the first step is really identifying what are the things that trigger imposter syndrome for you? What are the things that 
you encounter it and now that voice creeps in like you were never good enough you know you, you're never going to make it this is evidence that you were a failure before and you just got lucky or whatever it might be cuz self-awareness is key i think about it right now if you're listening to this in real time as a christian it's lent so it's a 40 day period where we often make sacrifices or we give something up or we just are really intentional in our prayer in how we operate and what we do And this year, I gave up worrying for Lent. Now, a lot of you are hearing this and being like, yeah, this is impossible. Well, I know it's impossible, but the whole concept was that anytime I started to worry, I would be aware of that worry and I would would hand it over to God. I'd say, okay, this is, I'm letting go of this worry and I'm trading it in for faith and that's what I'm going to do. And what I found was I'm human, so obviously I worry. I'm a mother, so obviously I worry. I'm a business owner, so obviously I worry. I can't stop it. A lot of times people think like, oh, you know, you just willpower this thing and just give it up. Well, you can't give up worry. But what I could do was become so hyper self-aware of something that I normally would let fester and I would nip it in the bud really fast. So now when I worry, because I worry, because I'm a mom, because I'm a business owner, because I'm a human being, I pull from my tool belt really, really fast. What I used to do when I would worry is not be aware of it and it would kind of fester and turn into other things and other worry and by the end of the day, I had anxiety. Now what I'm doing that has been miraculous in my life, just because I've identified the worry, because I'm choosing to be aware of the worry, I know what to do with it. This sounds so novice, but trust me, If you have things that spiral, you're not putting this into practice. So now, as soon as I worry, I go into prayer and I just say a simple prayer. God, take this worry and turn it into faith. This is yours, not mine. I'm moving on. And it is amazing what that's doing for me. So the same concept is true for this idea of imposter syndrome. What are the things that trigger you so you can have the awareness of them? So with it, when you encounter them, you pull from your tool belt really fast and you do the things you can do to negate or work through or overcome those feelings of doubt. There might be certain situations or circumstances that trigger feelings of inadequacy for you, right? If someone says a specific kind of thing to you, that might trigger it. I know for me, it's based in metrics sometimes. Like if I don't, if I set a goal for let's say a launch or something, and then I don't hit those numbers, that's where imposter syndrome really starts to come in because I've had successful past launches. And then I have a poor launch. I think in my mind that my trajectory should always be upward. And when I have something that doesn't go according to plan or doesn't hit those numbers, I start to tell myself, see, you weren't good enough. Are people going to think that you're a failure or you don't want to let your clients know about this because they expect you to constantly be getting better. And it's just this nonsense that pops into my head. So that's a big trigger for me. So identify it. Another common trigger for people is just this overwhelming fear of failure. So they don't start. Many entrepreneurs put this pressure on themselves to succeed constantly. Like I said, that constant upward trajectory, which is just not how entrepreneurship works, And they can feel like they're not living up to those expectations or the expectations of other people. And that can really be fueled by comparing yourself to others in your industry, which leads to the inferiority complex or self-doubt really getting aggressive towards you and, and creating narratives in your head. Another big one for people are your thought patterns. So it's important to be aware not only of what triggers the imposter syndrome, 
but be aware of what are the patterns of thought or practice of thought, because thought is not just something that happens to you. It's something that you're practicing. What do you focus on when those triggers hit? Do you tend to focus on your perceived weaknesses or failures? Do you discount your previous successes or downplay your achievements? So by recognizing these patterns and these thoughts that you allow to loop and loop and loop, you can start to change them and you can start to challenge them and reframe them in a more constructive way for you. So identify those triggers and you can recognize those patterns in your thinking and then start to develop the strategies to overcome imposter syndrome. And you have to keep reminding yourself, this is something we all face. I think sometimes when we when we put ourselves at this impossible standard of like, oh, but our trajectory is only ever upward. Like we don't fail once we've found success. We're 100% capped in our growth because we will do whatever we can to protect ourselves from the pain that comes with any kind of failure because we put the expectation that it's not allowed versus having the expectation that like there'll be ups and downs. Let's try this. Let's collect the data. Let's see how this goes. Another key piece in fighting imposter syndrome or working through it is reframing the way you think. So this has been huge for me. So I shared that story of just just the idea of like giving up worry, which is probably not the right phrase because I'm not giving it up. It still happens. But what do I do with worry has been huge because I have that self-awareness and then I pull from my toolkit of prayer and and using that self-awareness to hand it over so that it doesn't eat me alive. But then another thing that you can do with something like imposter syndrome or a thought that you commonly have is that reframing. And the key way that I've done that is how I apply meaning to things. So when I, I'll use the launch example again, because it's a very clear example and one that many of us face, or you could use the example of like a client quitting on you or canceling or something that kind of bruises your ego or just feels bad. Um, or you try to launch that book and, and it gets rejected or whatever, like that new thing you're breaking into. Instead of just trying to power through it or not feel the feelings, feel the feelings and then ask yourself this one question that has changed my life. What meaning am I giving this situation? What meaning am I giving the situation? So when the thing happens, when the outcome is what it is, and you feel the feelings, I'm not good enough, I'm dumb, people are going to think that I'm, I've never really truly been successful, like whatever it is. What meaning am I giving this? Instead of it was a launch, we launched it, we got this many people in it, we were aiming for this many people, so here's the deficit of you know what we thought would happen from what we happened, and looking strategically at the reasons that could have happened and collecting the data so you can do it better next time, maybe the meaning you're giving it, instead of the meaning being, oh, our landing page sucked, or our copy wasn't good, or our website loaded slowly, or whatever the thing might be, or people didn't want this particular product or offer that we came up with, it's, I'm not good enough. Or everybody else has something that I don't have and I can't figure it out. Or I'm never going to get to the level of success or freedom that I'm really seeking. What meaning are you giving it? It's the same idea as the awareness is grounding you in reality and saying, man, why am I giving this so much power? 
it just is what it is. Like, can we just move on? Can we just take what we can glean from it so that we can do it better next time? And I think that's why there are certain people who find levels of success that other people just can't get past or get to is because those people who get to those levels of success don't allow the failures to have such power and meaning behind them. They just take the lessons from it and then apply it to the next time and realize that everything in business is cumulative. You just freaking keep going. Do it the next time and the next time and the next time. I had this epiphany the other day, which I I have this wild story for you all, but I was in the room with John Maxwell. I'll just start with that. And for a decade, over a decade, like 15 years, I've had, I'm going to write a book. I'm going to write a book. I'm going to write a book. And I've kicked that can down the road for 15 plus years. And John Maxwell's talking and he's talking about how he does book signings all the time. And this woman walked in and she was holding his first book. And he was like cringing because he's like, oh my gosh, my first book was so bad. He's like, it was 100 pages and 33 chapters. Like do the math. I had nothing to say. So I had to break it into a billion chapters. And it was just terrible. And he realized in that moment, like back when he was trying to get the courage to write that first book, I think we the way I've been viewing it is, well, I got to get it right. Like it's the book. Like it's my book. I have to, I can't just write it. Like it's got to be perfect. It's got to be, it's, a, it's the book. And then I, he says, I've written 88 books. I've published 88 books. It's not the book. It's one of 88 books, right? Like it's not the launch. It's one of 88 launches. It's not the client. It's one of 88 clients. So sometimes we put so much pressure on the thing that we want to break into next because it's the thing. It's the stage we're going to take. It's the podcast we're going to launch, whatever it is. And we allow imposter syndrome to hold us back instead of being like, no, it's just the next thing, right? It's just one page, right? It's just one chapter. So do the thing. I know for some people, reframing from an evidence standpoint really helps. It's different for every personality. So I'm going to throw at you things I've tried, also things that I've, you know, my clients have used that really have served them. So yes, you can focus on your strengths and accomplishments instead of focusing on your perceived shortcomings. Uh, You know, I don't think I'm qualified for this new opportunity and shifting your mindset to the skills that you have and the evidence that you're a good fit. That doesn't really work well for me because it's just a little too like, meh. I need like, give me solid evidence. And I need to make deposits in my confidence bank. I need continual evidence as to why I'm capable. So what I've started to do is I have a little note in my phone or, you know, a section in my phone where I have some of the testimonials that some of my clients have shared that have led to big transformation for them. Or I have um, just some of the wins that we've had as a team or how far we've come as a family or just different things like that that I can come back to and be like, no, we've done this. And it's not always about the individual thing that you did successfully. It might be just something you've learned that qualifies you. So gaining that evidence, because sometimes it's really easy to make deposits into something that strips from our confidence, into the imposter syndrome bank. I'm asking you to balance that, tip that scale by making deposits consciously and intentionally into the confidence bank with evidence. 
And it doesn't, that evidence doesn't always have to be you launched and had a, you know, a million dollar launch so you can do it again. It can be when we launched, we learned these five things about launching that we now can apply to the next one, even if the launch metrics weren't what you wanted them to be. So reframing stems from that awareness and it's so critical. Another piece is really leveraging your support systems. So when I'm having that doubt and I can't really see clearly, I need the people in my life that can speak truth into me. Okay. So when I'm doubting myself and when I'm telling myself a story that isn't true and I'm really feeding that narrative because I'm believing it in that moment and I can't fully pull myself out of it and go to the evidence confidence bank of evidence. I, you know, try to reframe it, but I'm still really in that spot of not believing that it's possible for me. That's when I go to my people and I say, hey, I need you to tell me the truth here. This is what I'm telling myself. What do you see? Or what do you know to be true? Because oftentimes they are able to see something that I can't see or remind me of something that I, I've lost sight of. So I have mentors. I have peers. If you're not a part of a mastermind, I'm telling you, the fast tracking that can come from your growth and breaking through things from being a part of a peer group that is going to hold up the mirror and challenge you and see things in you that you can't see in yourself. People think it's like just a, you know, an extra, a luxury networking. No, no, no. This is the cultivation of who you need to be to get to your next level. This is the breakthrough. So mentors, masterminds, and just friends, like the people in your life that are going to support you and see you and know you and know your heart and remind you what you're capable of and and believe in you, frankly, before you believe in yourself. That has been so huge. That has been so huge for our growth uh, as a company, for my growth personally, and what I keep coming back to over and over because we've had new level, new devil for the last few years, launching a new company in a new-ish sphere. I've taught leadership forever, but I've always done it under the, the guise of business strategy. So it's felt easier to sell, easier to put out into the world. So sharing leadership for leadership's sake has been a little bit more challenge, challenging mentally for me. And I've really battled the imposter syndrome that comes with that. And I've had to pull from this toolkit of people, right? My my support systems to really nourish me and remind me of who I am in those moments. So if you're trying to do it alone and you're like, I can I can figure this out. Yeah, you, you absolutely can. You're right. But we're not beings that are intended to go it alone. And that's coming from the world's, no, that's dramatic. The world's probably second most introverted person on the planet. Like I And I really do, my best days are days like today where I come lock myself down in my barn studio and get to just create because just that's where my sweet spot is. So it's very outside of my comfort zone to like pick up a phone. My husband's opposite. If he's struggling with something, he's got, you know, 10 people on speed dial that he calls to help pull him out of it. It usually takes me a week before I pick up the phone and say like, okay, finally, I can't deal with this on my own. I need someone to, you know, show me some truth. So I struggle with that, but I also know the value of it is just instrumental in in growth and possibility and potential. And that's really what we're here for is to unlock that potential and it's not going to come alone. And if you're looking for additional support, uh, this is the primary focus of 
our masterminds. And it's why so many of our clients see breakthroughs so, so big that go beyond just the next offer that really take them into their next level of potential and possibility. So if you're seeking something like that, make sure you go to luminaryleadershipco.com forward slash mastermind, luminaryleadershipco.com forward slash mastermind. And you know, you can see if this is the right fit. And if it's not, I have a lot of peers and friends who have programs like that, that I can point you in the right direction. And then finally, I think taking action is a great way to pull yourself out of imposter syndrome. Now, the disclaimer I'll put on that is I think sometimes we take frantic action because it feels good, because productivity feels good and it makes us feel purposeful. But that's not what I'm suggesting. I'm not suggesting you just knee-jerk into action to avoid the feelings of imposter syndrome. And then the actions you take aren't really ones that are going to move the needle into your long-term growth. They're just going to kind of keep you at the level that you're at, like checking off the to-dos on your list instead of helping you break through to your next level. So when I say action, make sure you've taken the time to contemplate and think about what are the right actions that are going to take me into the next level. I need to send that email to that person that I know can can help me. I'm going to make that pitch, right? I'm going to um, develop my speaking skills so that I can get on the speaking circuit. Like whatever the actions are that are actually going to serve the long-term growth are what I'm talking about here. So one key action that I think is so huge A lot of times, imposter syndrome stems from lack of clarity, right? Because we're wondering, how do I get to that next level? Or what is that next level? Or am I even capable of that next level? It's that that stewing in that lack of clarity. Lack of clarity leads to lack of confidence. And a lack of confidence leads to really a lack of our growth because we don't know what the right plan is to break into the next level. So when I struggle with that, I come back to the tools that allow me to take the right action by first getting the clarity. This is key. And this is the difference between just those entrepreneurs who keep grinding it out and those successful leaders who break through to their next levels continuously over and over is because they have tools to help them break through to their next level of clarity. So one tool that I literally use, I have it printed out on my desk. I have it digitally on my computer. I use it with my clients and I'm gifting it to you for free because you guys are my homies, and I want you to have something in your back pocket you can use over and over and over because this will happen over and over and over. I can't say that, like, this is not, oh gosh, I got through imposter syndrome. It'll never happen again. No, this is like, yeah, you might be back in this ish next month. So you better have the tools that are going to help you get you out of it faster. It's just, it's not about how, if you fall, Or if you get back up, it's how freaking fast you pop back up sometimes. And these are the kind of things that I leverage. So to get that clarity and to get that confidence and get that vision and that plan, I call it focused entrepreneur. It just gets you laser focused. It gives you a ton of clarity. If you go to luminaryleadershipco.com forward slash focused, past tense, focused, you can also grab it from the show notes. This is a tool that is going to deeply support your breakthrough when you're feeling imposter syndrome. So please don't just jump into frantic action. Get crystal clear on the actions you should take by gaining that clarity so you have the confidence to move the thing forward. Take the right action. So just go to luminaryleadershipco.com forward slash focused if you feel like you could use another tool in that back pocket 
and take the right actions. Because what I find sometimes is people will almost like numb out their imposter syndrome by taking frantic action, but then they end up right back in the mess like a couple weeks or a month or a couple months later because they didn't take the right actions that took them to another level. They just took the action that kept them in the cycle. Don't stay in the cycle. Find what you need to break out of the cycle. Okay, finally, I will conclude with this. To me, imposter syndrome can be evidence of the fact that you're on the cusp of something because we feel it when we're trying to break through. We feel it when we're trying to do something new or outside of our comfort zone. It is not evidence, contrary to popular belief, it's not evidence that you are not capable. It's not evidence that you are not ready. It's not evidence that you're not good enough or smart enough or whatever story you might tell yourself. It is likely a reason to lean into the things I talked about today because there is something right on the other side of this thing. But if you are not intentional, if you don't have clarity, if you don't know and aren't aware of what's triggering you and how to reframe those thoughts and and what to lean into to and who to lean into to break through the imposter syndrome, sometimes you'll stay in it far longer than you need to. You'll sit on a book idea for 15 years like I did. It's not the book, it's one of 88, right? It's not the launch, it's one of 88. It's your opportunity to break through, but also remind yourself that this is a natural thing that happens to entrepreneurs. So what can you have in your toolkit that you can yank out real fast to say, oh, I'm identifying here that I'm starting to feel this. What can I do with it? And it allows you to continually break through. You're not supposed to have a perfect upward trajectory. If you do, you're un, you're performing underneath your true potential. Your trajectory should look like a hot mess. Up, down, up, down, up, down, but a continual upward slope. That's the difference. So take the right action, do the right things. Go to luminaryleadershipco.com forward slash focused. And there's a free tool there you can use that we use all the time. Our whole team uses it. And until next time, if this spoke to you, share it. Tune in with us. We got some more stuff coming. And I have a wild story upcoming for you that I still can't believe happened that I'll be sharing soon. But until then, we will keep on pressing forward, pulling from our toolkit and leaning into one another to continue to unlock our potential and break into our next level of leadership and possibility. I hope today's episode gave you what you needed. If it spoke to you, please leave us a review and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on the next powerful episode. And I know it's so cliche to ask for a review. It always feels weird asking for one. But you guys, that makes a huge impact on the show. We read every one of them and it helps us get incredible guests to serve you. Don't be shy. I love connecting with our listeners. You can follow along on Instagram when I'm on there at Eliz Hartke. And if there's a topic or a question or guest you have for us, reach out, share your thoughts. You can connect at marketing at luminaryleadershipco.com. And we do this for you. So the more you tell us, the more we can serve you. Thanks for spending some time with me. I really do appreciate you. Tune in next week to keep building your legacy and becoming the confident visionary leader you are meant to be.